Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the Ronnie and T-Crash show. Again, we're on location today. We're at the Mike Allstock Family Celebrity Outing Weekend. Today it's a golf tournament. The beautiful Bellevue Biltmore in Bel Air. Ronnie Lane, Tom Krasnicki back at the studios, Jason Barringer and John Mamola, and here helping us uh, stay on the air, Sean and Mike, uh, making sure that everything is going the way it should go. We're going to be joined right now by Mark Topkin. He is presented by Fubo TV. Top of the morning to you, Topper. Last night, Blake Snell ran into a little trouble in the third inning, walked the bases loaded with two outs, unfortunately, and then uh, threw a kind of a cookie-cutter pitch right down the middle to one Kendrys Morales. Uh, first of all, uh, I said good morning to you, but what did he have to say about that particular sequence uh, after the game, Mark? Uh, good morning to you guys. And I, I was a little thrown off by it. it was a celebrity golf tournament, and you guys were there. That's, that's what got me. <laughs> well, you know, it's an A-list golf tournament. They have B-list uh, radio people working it. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, but, but, what, but what about you guys? That's what I was. That's where. No, 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 and then he did set the ball up on the tee there pretty much for Kenji Morales, a fastball that was middle, middle, middle down. It was supposed to be away. And, you know, that, that's part of the learning process. And, look, that can happen to Chris Archer, and that can happen to Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer and those guys too. So it's not just because uh, Blake Snell's young or learning or in his 20th big league start. I mean, that happens to all those guys. But just some of the sequences and some of the situations that he put himself in, you know, five walks is obviously a very bad thing, and three of those guys came around to score. I think that's probably the biggest, you know, to me, lesson for Blake Snell out of that game yesterday is, you know, just again re- reiterating to him how fine that margin is. And you know, he was talking about, you know, just not not that it's a lapse of concentration, but just to, to get – he said he would get in a groove sometimes, and then, you know, that one pitch that gets away can ha- can cost you at the big league level, obviously. And you know, the stuff is really good. The Rays still are optimistic about him. But I think, you know, you see again last night why it's going to be a learning process with him. He is, you know, he's not just going to show up and win the game. He has to figure out some things as he pitches through these lineups. Five walks on the night by uh, the youngster last night, Mark, and kind of a continuation of what we saw over in the spring. And I know the Rays might have been, uh, I don't know, agitated was the word, maybe a little agitated because he kept saying there in the spring, well, I know what I have to do. I just got to go, well, how about you go out there and do it? So any concern at all about Blake Snell right now? Yeah, I mean, I actually thought Kevin Cash was, was very positive and optimistic in his comments last night. And, you know, I think that they were pleased with some of the adjustments that Snell made. He kind of got that message toward the end of spring training and, and did improve. They saw better velocity. They saw better focus. So, I don't think so. I think they were actually kind of spinning this more as a step forward last night. And and part of it was, and, and there's some validity to this, too. I mean, he gives up that grand slam. We talked about that being a rough inning. And there may have been some games last year where he was done after, you know, four or five. That would have been it. I mean, he, you know, Cash kind of noted that, you know, Snell realized they still were in that game. They still had outs to get. They still had innings they had to get through. And 
he did get him into the seventh. Now he walked there again. I think it was a leadoff walk. Doesn't cover first on the bun. It was kind of a tough play. It wasn't like a blatant, you know, screw up. But, you know, somebody had to cover first there, and he had a much better shot than Brad Miller did, who was positioned almost at second base. So, you know, just a couple of more lapses there, and then he couldn't finish the seventh. So, you know, if we were grading last night for Blake Snell, I don't know, C plus, B minus, probably something like that. I mean, he gets the point for finishing, you know, in the, getting in the seventh, match career high, but the five walks, the grand slam, obviously the mistake you can't make. Well, Mark Topkin joins us every day at 10 o'clock to talk Rays baseball. The Rays continue their four-game set with the Jays tonight. It'll be Francisco Liriano on the bump for the Blue Jays against hey, Matt Andrews. Could you say that again? Could you say that again? That was really cool. Francisco Liriano, yeah? <laughs> what? Uh, Matt Andrees will go for the race tonight, but with Francisco going, uh, Steven Sousa Jr. will probably be, what, back in the leadoff role here because uh, he's obviously swinging a very good stick. He's only struck out one time in 16 plate appearances, so he's seeing it and feeling pretty good, right, Mark? I mean, he's like now the greatest leadoff hitter in the history of baseball. I mean, you got to look at it. He's hitting 400. He doesn't strike out anymore. He's exactly what you want. What are these guys on the radio and writing in the paper? He's not a good leadoff hitter. I don't know where we're coming from. So, now we should see the other lineup tonight. And it'll be curious to see if Cash goes the same way he went um, a couple of days ago with Robertson at DH or if he puts him on the field and gives somebody a day off or moves somebody around. But, yeah, I mean, Steven Sousa Jr. deserves a lot of credit. I mean, he was told, and he knew on his own, didn't have to be told, he had to cut down on his strikeouts. Obviously, we are an incredibly small, and we will talk for all of April on this being a small sample size, but one strikeout through four games. He's been barreling up some balls. I think you've seen his approach at the plate. Uh, he came out of a good spring training. That was part of the reason that Cash and the Rays decided to put him at the top of the order. So, curious to see how long he stays in that groove. I mean, obviously, there's always going to be the ups and downs, but to his credit, he's done exactly what he needed to do to start this season. Mark, one of the bright spots aside from Mr. Souza last night, Tommy Hunter, an inning and a third, no runs, no hits. He struck out three, looked pretty good. Rays are certainly going to need that out of him, right? Yeah, I mean, that bullpen is, is look, that is by far, you can talk about a lot of things, that Matt Duffy set back, the Boxberger injury, all those are things concerning to the Rays but as you know what they have on the field right now that bullpen is the biggest concern I think you hear that from from the owner from Stu Sternberg on down that that's where they're you know that's where the gray area is on this team a little bit and so far it's been good now there hasn't really been that game yet either where they are trying to protect a one-run lead for four or five innings and and have to get you know nine or 12 outs or something under really high leverage situations but so far, these guys have been good. I think it's one earned run, right, in the first four games for the bullpen. You saw Tommy Hunter last night. We've seen Jumbo Diaz a couple times. You know, you know what you're going to get out of Colomay. Danny Farquhar is kind of a swing guy here, too. I mean, his second half last year was pretty good, and, and there was one of those guys that was probably on the bubble. Does he come back? Does he make the team or not? The injuries, uh, Tollison and Boxberger kind of created an opening for Farquhar, and I think he sees that, and, and if he can pitch – going forward the way he did in the second half last year, he can actually be a pretty good weapon, too. He saved some games. Last thing, Topper, what can we expect from Mr. Andres? He had a bit of an underwhelming spring as well, so what can we expect from him tonight? Yeah, I mean, the first half, Matt Andres from last year was a really good pitcher. He got, you know, kind of yanked around a little bit in and out of the rotation, in and out of the majors, in and out of the bullpen, and you know, then in the second half, he got the chance to pitch regularly, and he wasn't as impressive. So I think you see Matt Andres in a way, similar to Snell, I mean, he's older. He's got more experience, I think, at the higher levels. But 
he needs to just be more aggressive, you know, not picking a little bit. Sometimes these guys, there's this fine line, and it's really hard to define, but they don't throw their best pitch in the best situation, and that's where they get into trouble. I mean, instead of throwing, you know, challenging a hitter over the plate, they try to get him on the corner. That puts them behind the count. Then they come back over the plate. The hitter's waiting for him, and, and, you know, you see – that's been going on as long as baseball exists, but you see these younger pitchers continually get in trouble like that, and that's something that has plagued Snell and also Andrees in the past. Well, he'll face a tough lineup tonight in Toronto. Mark Topkin will be there. Mark, we appreciate it. Have a great weekend. All right. I hope you guys you know, get to actually watch the golf tournament instead of having to work in the service tent. Oh, thank you. Actually, Ronnie's going to be on the beer cart, but uh, that's neither here nor there. All right. We'll talk to you, Mark. Get out of here. Now. All right, guys. See you. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.